right, all right. Welcome back. It has been a minute. The OG Are You Entertained podcast has finally returned. I'm Trey Alessio alongside the homie Brandon Ogden in the studio. Our first podcast, OG podcast, since August. Been a it's first been one in, a minute. First one in person since. Yes. Yeah. All year? Maybe. Maybe. Might be. Yeah. It may. I, Maybe I, like I know. Early I know January, we. I know we did February. a couple. I know we did a couple uh, unfiltered cinematics. Yeah. We did Birds of Prey and The Way Back. Yeah. So maybe we did a podcast in there, but still, it's been a long time. COVID has been crazy, um, but we're happy to be back in the studio talking about some fun stuff. It's been a heavy year. Um, if you're new to the program, we break down everything you need to know in the world of music, movies, TV, and sports. Uh, since it has been so long. We're going to have a lot to, ch to chat about, so strap in, prepare yourselves. It's probably going to be a long one, but uh, let's do it. We always start with our shoot the shit segment. Um, this one is going to be impossible to do because it's been yeah. so long and there's so much that we've seen and listened to, but this is where we normally break down what we've watched on TV, the movies, listen to uh, albums and song-wise, or funny stories to tell. So uh, I will leave it up to Brandon. What you got? What What's like the main like the main thing that pops out in your mind that you've been watching or listening to or yeah all that? Um, I'm trying to. So we'll obviously talk Mandalorian in depth because yeah. that's probably the yep. thing we've been watching closest. Right. Um, watch Queen's Gambit, which yeah, I know you watched. I kind of forgot about that. That yeah. was. Probably, I enjoyed it. That was really really good. It was. It was literally like a sports movie. Hard like. <laughs> not to uh, see that actress has anything but emma stone like i kept thinking the whole time like i can see that she's gonna be a stone. star though she's yeah gonna so be a she star. was in the new mutants which yeah, i saw I heard that. um which is kind of crazy to think i heard about. she was kind of the standout yeah role if there was one yeah. i heard it, the it's movie not, a great, movie. not right. a great movie but yeah she was she was pretty good in it yeah um so queen's gambit was top of the list of stuff that i really really enjoyed right. um that i didn't necessarily think i was going to but, yeah um, i went in with low expectations same. i mean some people can't get over the fact it's chess, but like yeah. really it's at the heart cool of it, it's no, it, yeah, it's kind of cool though. though I like, low key kind of want a chess board, like, know. you know what I mean? I don't know but, shit about chess, but me either. But really, it was a deep character dive. I mean, mm -hmm. that was the coolest part. I love the. Really, to me, it was a it was a story about addiction. Yeah, and at the end, it felt like it kind of turned to teamwork because. How the whole thing with like Russia, they help each other out, yeah. and then the Americans help each other out, and she wins. Um, I like that piece of it. It, it. I thought it was a really good story. So. I did too. It was, yeah. it was very cool. Queen's Gambit. That's a good one. Um, I also started um, Jack Ryan okay. on uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Yeah. yeah, which is John Krasinski right. from The Office. So started that. I think how I'm many on seasons season, of that? Two. I, I don't know if there are three. I think three, I'm on maybe. season two. Okay. I just finished season one. So speaking of prime, I need to watch the boys. I've heard I've started. So, I started season one. I didn't finish it, but I've heard season two is amazing. Like, I've so heard I awesome. can't remember if I finished season one or if like I'm almost done with season one. Yeah. It was one of those things where I started watching really, really enjoyed it. And then just kind of like left it. it right. Also, I picked it up right before uh, I moved back to right. Des Moines. So it just it's kind of been on the back burner. Yeah. Uh, but it is fascinating. It's it's pretty it's crazy up. stuff. It's, there's some real fucked up <laughs> right. stuff in that. But honestly, like I like the dark take on the superhero no, I know, universe. Yeah. Like, it, and it's, it, it's it's what cool. it's exactly what superheroes would be if it was real yeah. and and all of that stuff. So I think it's a pretty 
accurate portrayal right. of you know the the government's involved in all yeah. of that stuff. And so. I heard um, who's the main the like Captain America dude. Yeah, the like leader. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I heard he goes brazy in season two. Like, so that's why I'm yeah. excited. And to see the. It. One of the like female leads is from Iowa. In the, oh, in, in the, the show, in yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. they show I, like, like the Starlight or something. Yeah, yeah. Starlight. Yeah. Um, for me, the thing most currently that I have been needing to do forever, and I finally started it, and I really like it. I started uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, I feel ashamed to say that I've never actually delved into the show. Either, so. It's actually really good. So, like, you're gonna think I'm like nerdy for this, but. Being a, a screenwriting buff and like a, a TV guy, the from that aspect, looking at it, it's like beautiful because there's a thing when you're writing TV, and I'm not going to get into the full thing, but it's called Engine, and the Engine is so clear. It's a really good show. I mean, the people who say it's the greatest show of all time, yes, I maybe could see some rumblings of that, but yo. Sopranos, it ain't touching Sopranos. I will stick to that. I don't care if I'm a mafioso guy. Like Sopranos is top tier, but this is really good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bang it out. I'm already in season, midway through season two. So, um, we'll get to kind of like music later on. There's so much to talk about there. I actually listed out all the like album. We're not gonna talk about all these albums, but um, we can just list out all of what. You know, the notable albums, and then we can talk about what we want to talk about. But let's get into some the thick of it, because there's a lot. Um, especially today, there was some huge news that broke. So that is going to be our first thing we talk about. Um, Warner Brothers, and this is kind of a double bullet point, I guess. The big news um, my yesterday or a couple days ago was Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman, uh, the sequel... It uh, will hit the. It was announced that it will hit theaters and HBO Max simultaneously on Christmas this year. It's a huge move out of Warner Brothers slash HBO Max to really, really, if we're being real, like it's not like I'm not gonna go see it in theaters. I mean, even if it is, I I don't know. Like, part for me is like the comfort factor with COVID and it just being on HBO Max, and I kind of want to be a part of history, you know, to watch it on <laughs> HBO Max because. That's a it's a big fucking deal. But then even crazier today, Warner Brothers announced that its entire 2021 film slate will debut will take essentially take the same strategy and debut on HBO Max while in theaters simultaneously. Uh, this slate includes titles like The Matrix 4, Dune, which I'm super excited about. Um, in the Heights, I think that's a musical with, I think, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, the Many Saints in Newark, that's the Sopranos prequel movie that I'm excited about. The Suicide Squad, there's probably more than that. That was just kind of the headline movies. Um, cra- crazy news. Of course, the AMC theaters... CEO Adam Aaron strongly opposes this move. He said these coronavirus impacted times are uncharted waters for all of us, which is why AMC signed on to an HBO Max exception to customary practice for one film only, Wonder Woman 1984, being released by Warner Brothers at Christmas when the pandemic appears that it will not be at its height. However, Warner hopes to do this for all their 2021 theatrical, The despite the likelihood that with vaccines right around the corner, the theater business is expected to recover. So obviously, he's all for 
movie theaters surviving. I mean, he's the CEO of AMC. Of course, he's going to think that. But am I overhyping this? Like, is this not a monumental move? Or first of all, do you think it's the right move? I mean, I think with the Corona times, personally, it is the right move. I, I respect the fact that they're looking out for health concerns and safety. Um, if you're thinking about it in terms of the film business, probably, I, I don't know, I, this might be a killer. This might be a killer. And in that regard, that sucks because I love going to the movies. I miss going to the movies. But if this is successful and if they're going to keep that strategy of putting all of their 2021 movies on HBO Max, man, that's a that's a big one. What do you think? What do you think are the like the impact, the repercussions? What do you think? So, in full disclosure, I've been to the movie theaters this year, um, and I was one of like five in each theater. Yeah. So very socially. Distanced. I've been to one movie. Yeah. Um, I've been to what's Tenant, and we have differing opinions on that. I think yeah. I did not really like it. I'll be honest. I know Crazy you were man. kind of a fan. Crazy man. Um, uh, but we can talk about that. But what what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. So I, I don't understand why they made the decision now and why they announced it now because I do kind of agree with uh, the CEO of AMC that if we do get vaccines and it's looking like we are, you know, early next right. year, mm -hmm. then I don't understand why they wouldn't just kind of pause, push things back. I know they've done that all year. But if you push it back and then the, you know, production companies the, that make this, then you're going to, like, be able to make money. Off right. of these movies. So right. from just a business standpoint, yeah, it's going to screw movie theaters, but it's also going to screw Warner Brothers. Like, how do you make money off of this without, like, I get the subscription stuff, but there's not enough subscriptions in this yeah. world that could match what Wonder Woman was going to do in the box office, what Dune was probably yeah. going to do in the box office. For sure. So, like, Warner Brothers is just screwing themselves out of money. I will and I understand, yeah. like, their HBO Max is new. It's exciting. Yeah. They're trying to drive people That's what there. I was going to say. I get that. Yeah. But put the fucking Sopranos prequel on there. Put some of these... Uh, you don't put a movie like Dune on there. All right. Dune is... It's, like, similar to Tenet. It's made for the big screen. Right. Like... That's half of what some of these movies are. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like it was a little bit of a rush decision. And, and I don't know if I fully understand why they made that decision. I get yeah. you want to be safe. You want to do all of that. But that's 2020. We're right. moving to 2021 where we might have a vaccine. There's light at the end of the yeah, tunnel. Yeah, there's light at the end of the <laughs> tunnel. So it's the timing of the right. decision that feels weird to me. Yeah. I will say from the business standpoint, you said Warner Brothers. And I get... I get it from the production company side of how obviously they're not going to make the money that they would at the box office with subscriptions. I I'm, I don't know that. I, you know, just off the top, that doesn't seem like it eat like it. There's equates. no way. I don't think so yeah, either. There's no way. But in terms of HBO Max, this is a big highlight. Like yeah, it's going to no drive doubt. so many people to get HBO Max. So in terms of that, I could see like if it's specifically HBO Max. And I'm working for them, and I'm thinking, what can I do to drive up HBO Max? This is a big fucking move. Yeah. And it will, if it's successful, which I really do think it will be, I, 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 I think that Disney will have to look at it. I'll think Peacock will have to look at it. Now, Peacock is nowhere near yeah. no. those two right now, at least. 
but I don't I don't think Disney will. Um, Disney, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, but I don't think Disney will because Disney has one. They have more resources than any company, maybe besides Apple. That's kind of in the streaming wars, you know, that we've talked yeah. about previously. So they can wait this out, um, and and they'll be able to throw it. I mean, think about it. They're going to throw in Black Widow now with no real competition into a movie theater. Right. If we do have a vaccine, right. I mean, they're going to, you know, whatever they lose this year, they're going to make up right. right away with Black Widow. And then you still have a turn. You have all these Marvel properties coming. Right. And they still have the big Marvel shows to put on their right. platforms right. to feed into it. So Disney might really in the long run win here yeah. because as long as they can keep the movie theaters open, they might not have much competition. If AMC is just like fuck you, Warner Brothers, now we're not going to play any right, of your right. shit. Which could be if they, they, they could do that. Now look, now Disney is Paramount. Yeah. Like those companies are going to be able to just put right. you know funnel all of their own shit and yeah. basically have a monopoly of the movie theater money. Right. And I want to throw this in just to the conversation. Disney, um, when Mulan came out, they did have that. Uh, premiere access what i have not done because Same. mulan is coming to disney plus in december yeah so i figured just wait it out i you know mulan, mulan is mulan i love the animated but yeah and i'm gonna watch it when it hits disney Same. plus but they did have the premiere access yeah. where on top of the subscription if you pay i think it was 30 yeah. you could watch mulan so maybe maybe they maybe warner brothers hbo max realizes that's the route and they start charging on top i would not like that i think i think but here's the here's the problem with that if you do that when people can go to the movie right. theaters then you kill movie theaters you're not, well no you, you don't because no one's gonna pay 30 bucks to watch it at home right when they could pay 10 bucks if amc to go to the doesn't theater. you know take their movies then that'll be the only yeah, way but at the same time do, do you believe warner brothers has big enough Balls following? No, no, no. A big enough net following where people are going to choose like Warner Brothers over just going to like HBO Max over just going to a movie and seeing some random ass movie. I think they have the following. Now, will people want to do away with theaters? I don't know. I I like movie theaters. I want to see them survive. I think either way, when they come out of it, they're gonna have to figure out a way to pivot a little bit. They're gonna have to. I don't know. I don't know if it's a strategy like Movie Pass, uh, but make it more sustainable for them. I, I don't know what it is, but I do think either way they're going to have to find a way to pivot and develop something new that will drive people to the movie theaters because these streaming services are going to do this. I do think Warner Brothers is big enough in regards. They have the properties. They have DC, which I know we have our we feel some type of way about DC, but. They they have so many so much IP that th they're going to have things that like Dune. Let's just say let's 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 live in a world right just for this argument where AMC decides okay fuck you Warner Brothers we're not playing your movies then Dune the only place you can see it is HBO Max then like i i want to see dune and i think a lot of people will want to see movies of that caliber and they'll go to hbo max now i know i don't know if that i i think i don't know i, I just like to think future forward with these things because netflix was the pioneer i we we both remember when netflix just did dvds and now they're putting out fucking heavy hitter movies i i read a article that said Netflix could break a 85-year-old Oscar 
record with um, multiple movies being nominated, the, the same production company mm-hmm. being nominated for a Best Picture. And they've come out with some heavy hitters this year. We Before just uh, we hopped on the podcast, we were talking about Mank. That's being widely regarded as like that's the Oscar front runner. They had The Five Bloods. Trial of the Chicago Trial 7. Trial of Chicago 7, which that's my number one movie of this year so far. I loved it. Um, they have that movie with George Clooney coming out soon. It's like Midnight in the Sky, Space. Uh, they have Chadwick Boseman's last movie that I'm really looking forward to, some jazz movie. They have some really, really good movies on their slate, and so they're in this mix too. But, I mean, they've kind of established themselves as streaming only. In a normal year, though, those movies would be playing in theaters. Like, remember The Irishman? Mm-hmm. That was in theaters a little bit before. So... It's an interesting conversation. Yeah, I just no, I it, like it thinking is. about these type of things. And here's who really gets screwed. At the end of the day, movie theaters are going to be fine. Okay, right. I, I I full heartedly believe that. But here's here's what's really going to be, like, and, and this kind of goes to you is those smaller independent films right. that only make it because they squeeze into a movie theater for three weeks, four weeks. Right. Those are the type of films that are going to get screwed. Yeah. And it's going to be all those up-and-coming writers, all those right. up-and-coming film directors that are already on a small budget. Right. Now, Warner Brothers, Disney, you know, all all these companies are just going to say, uh, even the movie theaters, I guess, hit. we're not taking those. We can only take movies that we can make a profit right. on, right. and we're not going to take chances on these smaller films and then what you're really doing then is you're just depleting your bench of talent. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to get your next star directors. Yep. You're not going to get your next star writers, your next star movie. Yeah. And those and so movies. So now yeah. everything's going to be pushed to the TV side. Right. Which right. you're already seeing this trend. Um, TV, TV as is streaming. Yeah. Right. No, no. I'm talking like series. Like oh, instead right. of and t- developing yeah, that's fair. independent films, they're just going to say, fine, we'll turn it into a TV series yeah. and we can put it on and Netflix you know, the, or something. We, we've seen kind of this rise of the limited series, like mm-hmm. Queen's Gambit. Yep. And movie, like, you have a little bit more freedom when you, you're writing and, you know, producing movies with a limited series. Like, you can delve into character more. Yep. And sometimes that's needed. It's a long-ass movie. Exactly. <laughs> it really is. Like, Queen's Gambit is a long movie. Um, and it, it worked. Now, that can't work for every movie. But, um, yeah, I could definitely see kind of that transition to TV. But um, your comment about it, like, screwing the up-and-coming writers, directors, all that, um, it also makes, if that were, you know, to happen, it makes those smaller movies go to an HBO Max to start, and then it gets lost in the shuffle of yeah. everything on there. Because it's not going to get promoted like the other big right. things on that platform. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, 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 I'm I, interested in seeing what's going to happen, but I'm all for the movie theater experience when it's safe and all that. Um, I hope I hope it stays. I Yeah. I, yeah. I said when the pandemic started, and we kind of talked about this, uh, I vividly remember saying this, is I think this pandemic, what it really is – is done is it has made people miss the gatherings. It's made people miss going to a concert, going right. to a ball game. Um, I think this is going to, in the long run, help movie theaters. I think it's going to, people are going to be nostalgic for it. They're going to say, okay, you know, we can go sit with our kids, our grandma. Right. We can go watch a movie, get popcorn. We're not going to bitch about the prices of popcorn and a drink, <laughs> which we all do. They're expensive. 
Like, I really think it, this sense of community is going to start coming back after this pandemic because we've all just been right. fucking isolated for so long. I'm lonely. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's hard not to be. Right, right. I hope you're right. I, 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 hope, I, I, I 100% hope really, you're right. I really do think it, I think it will. Yeah, yeah. As I, long as it's safe. Right. Which is the key part. Right, right. It's crazy. Um, hopefully, hopefully we get back. I miss movies. I miss uh, concerts. I miss sporting events. Like, I hope we get back. I hope we get back to BC times. Sorry, I keep <laughs> like thinking of stuff now. No, you're good. This I is a big conversation. The so. other impact of this is if they do start going to HBO Maxes and, and more and more to Netflix and more and more to Disney Plus. Right. Apple. What's going one. to happen when it gets so expensive to start making these movies? What's going to happen? All of our subscription Whoop. prices yep. are going to go up. Netflix is already at like what fifteen bucks. Yeah. I mean, it's that's pretty expensive right. for a TV service. On top of maybe you stream or you have like I have Direct TV. Like, yeah. it starts. Do you to have add- HBO Max? No. Yeah. See, yeah. like, and I'm pretty sure that's fifteen a month. If yeah. you don't have like, I get mine through AT and T, and I think it's a discounted, so yeah. it's on top of that. That's what but, I used to have, and I probably yeah. will once some of the stuff that I want right. to see comes back on. You should come over to my house and watch H or uh, Wonder go. Woman on Christmas, your birthday. <laughs> there we go. So, so. At that point, does that start to make people miss the movie right. theaters more right. and say, well, I'd rather spend 10 bucks and go see a movie I want to see rather than have to shell out 70 bucks for right. two plat- platforms yeah. where I don't even get to pick what I see. It's just hopefully Warner Brothers making a good movie this month. Right. And so I, that's another. A lot of people this. complain about like DirecTV being so expensive. And so they go to streaming, and if if that yeah. happens, if all these subscriptions equal, it's going to be equal. It really is, or more. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's an interesting conversation too. All right, um, that's our movie theater slash streaming talk. Let's kick it to some Mandalorian. It is um this last episode, yo, so hype. Um, I'm excited to see where they get, keep going. Just how um, they started. The oh episode. my god! Oh my god! So dope. So first of all, let's give a little spoiler alert because Mandalorian is heavy on spoilers, uh, especially this last episode. So if you haven't watched it, we're gonna pause and then go watch it. Come back and check us out. Um, so we have to talk about that cameo okay the first, big cameo. I, I gotta i gotta <laughs> tell you and you can you can snip a, a corner of my man card here if you want <laughs> i fully expect that so i have to break this down to you how i watch mandalorian okay okay I'm, I'm nervous to hear this. What are we talking about here? And I, I know you can relate to this aspect of it. As we have <laughs> both gotten older yeah you have always had kind of some back pain in your life yeah for sure with the move Different things. I'm not exercising like I'd like to at all, basically. <laughs> My back's been kind of hurting the last couple of weeks. All right. So to help with my back pain, I take very hot Epsom salt-filled baths. <laughs> we have put in our bathroom a nice TV. Yeah. I I did see pictures of that. You have. And so I like to watch The Mandalorian while I take <laughs> while my bath. taking a bath? <laughs> and so... Uh, on my hot water, get my bottle of water, turn on Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm sitting there in the opening scene. I, yeah. I was I literally like shot up in the bathtub and was like, holy shit. So dope. It was so dope. Yeah. So are you finished with Clone Wars? I finished Clone Wars. Okay. I just today actually started Rebels. Uh 
No. I, ah, so damn. I had started Rebels. I had started. <laughs> right, right. So I, I am done with season two of Rebels okay. on season three. And that's easier to crank out, I think. Yeah. And so hopefully no one that I work with is listening. But during work today, I had it playing in the background. <laughs> so I had like three or four episodes I got through today. Yeah. Yeah. The Clone Wars is by far better, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, Rebels is a little more kiddish. Um, it's still cool. Both it of gets them less give, kiddish as it goes, at least. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, it both of them give hella background knowledge for the Mandalorian. Um, but anyway, so the I cameo, would also argue both are better than the last three Star Wars I, projects. I would honestly argue that too. I would. I, I would argue that Clone Wars might be the best Star Wars. Like entity, maybe not the original trilogy. Yeah, it can't beat the original but trilogy. It is fucking it really, is, really good. It's awesome. It, anyway, so the cameo. Can I is, just say one more thing? Yeah, do it. How does Dave Filoni not have his own Star Wars like movie project? Yeah, you're right. I so let let's. I want to wait to get into the future of Star Wars because I I Fair. That, let's let's talk about that on a separate little bullet. But um, so that cameo is Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. Um. She was the centerpiece of this last episode. Rosia, Rosio Dawson, mm-hmm. sorry, uh, she was long rumored to be cast as Ahsoka. It was confirmed last Friday. Just a dope ass episode. Um, perfect casting too. Perfect cast. They, I think they did her perfect. Her look perfect. The little like hair yeah. thing or whatever snips i don't know anakin how, always called her snips yeah. Yeah. i don't know how they did it because it kind of looked like animated right, in a way right but it still looked real right it was awesome right they got the white lightsabers um can i kind of spoil something with clone or with rebels a little yeah, bit i actually read about it about okay. the white lightsabers yeah so she, she le- and this is more so i guess clone wars that she left the jedi yeah. order when they essentially Accused framed her, her for yeah. something wrong. Um, and so she left and the white lightsabers was, I didn't know this. We probably read the same thing or something that she isn't a Sith or a mm-hmm. light side. Uh, so that's why she has the light, the white lightsabers just because she still wields the force and is mm-hmm. a force user. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, the only weird part in that episode, the episode was called the Jedi and they refer to her as the Jedi and she acknowledges it. So it's whatever. Either but, way, but she also says like, "I can't train Grogu, I'm right? Not a Jedi, I, you know." And you said it, Grogu. <laughs> so fucking. I I haven't gotten used to it. Not not that it's a bad name. Like no, it's, it's a, a great it's, name. It's all right. It's just he always will baby be baby Yoda. baby Yoda, man. And um, yeah. So let me see what do I have on here. So okay, so ahsoka you brought it up there that ahsoka said that she couldn't train him one because is it because he's too old but more so than that it's because his, his attachment to mando yeah, and because, he has so much fear in him right because of that attachment and um so she talked about the very end of the episode going to some jedi temple and there will be a jedi there potentially if, yeah. if he's there to train him so the main question becomes, who's going to be that Jedi? Now tell tell them what y- your first thing was to me. Well, I think let's just let's let's brainstorm. Yeah, let's brainstorm what possible this. Jedi so, uh, are even alive. So I'll, I'll throw this out. Actually, there was an article I read that could happen. Like all the Jedi yeah. that are alive, 
I think my my number one guess, and this th- we can loop this into the future of Star Wars because I do think it's a big future. So r- you talked about Rebels that you kind of are in the yeah. middle of Rebels. Ezra Bridger is mm-hmm. the main character of mm-hmm. that. Um, I won't say how it ends, but essentially he's still available. <laughs> um, yeah. and I, I truly do think that he, that that's my best bet as who it will be because they talk about in the same Mandalorian episode, Ahsoka is revealed why she's fighting the bad chick. I don't remember her name specifically, but, uh, she asked her, where is grand Admiral Thrawn who just got introduced in the episode I just watched by the way. Okay. Total badass. Yeah. He's an awesome character. Um, it has not been announced as if he's going to be in the Mandalorian who will be playing him. We're obviously going to see him at some point in the star Wars universe in live action. I would assume we also have to take into account that it it has been announced that Ahsoka Tano is getting her own Disney plus series. Mm -hmm. So uh, he could show up in that very possible. Um, my whole thing with this Mandalore, like I would love to see him in this man. Like that would be a huge thing like on Twitter and everything. Um, but they have not incorporated Moff Gideon. They have yeah. one time, maybe, okay, two times, one on hologram, and we see him at the end of one episode. He is a badass villain, too. <laughs> Show him. Like, I, 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 I can guarantee you, okay, like 99%, not a full 100% guarantee, because who the fuck knows with Mandalay like to go off in tangents. But, so, the storyline that I foresee ending this season is... Bo-Katan, who was also in Rebels and Clone yep. Wars that we saw in a previous episode. She, so the background knowledge, and I'm not fully versed as probably some, you know, freaks are out there. Sorry if I call you freaks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Star Wars freak too, but there are bigger freaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to my knowledge, the whoever possesses the dark saber which Moff Gideon had at the end of season one of Mandalorian gets to essentially rule Mandalore. Mandalore. Yeah. That's am I right in that regard? Yeah. Okay. So Bo-Katan wants to obtain the dark saber from Moff Gideon. So we're, we have to see that storyline play out. Oh yeah. No now, doubt. whether we see, I, I could see us not seeing Ahsoka for the rest of the season. If we do though, we'll have to see the, the Thrawn interaction i would think i would assume so i would think i would feel like that's going to be some type of b or c plot right either that or they put it in the ahsoka series which i could totally see they might do that also are we so here here's my whole thing i don't so when when baby yoda grogu gets to the jedi temple and trains i don't i don't foresee mando and him separating there has to be something that is going to keep them together and this is my thinking in terms of like a writer's mentality because the engine of this show so engine essentially is how drives the show what drives the show but it's it's this essentially breaking bad and you haven't watched it but it's literally a straight chemistry teacher like a straight arrow total good guy kind of a, like a nerd like a nerdy 50 year old dude he doesn't do anything wrong he gets cancer and this is in the first episode yep. so it's not really a spoiler I, I know, I, <laughs> he breaks bad yep. literally every episode he does something bad that you're like damn he fucking did that breaks bad 
so the engine of that show is a straight edge dude breaking bad. Literally, mm-hmm. he's going to do something bad in every episode. In Mandalorian, it's Mando going on missions in order to get Baby Yoda to his destination. Mm-hmm. Once you break that up, I think there's no more Mandalorian, the show. So I could, because I think season three has been announced. I think, not 100% on that, but I'm pretty sure. So I think there has to be something at that Jedi Temple where, okay, I'll train him, but Mando says, I have to stay by his side. Like, they have to stay together in some regard. The minute you break them up, I think the show ends. Yep. I, that's me. That's my opinion. I could be wrong, but what do you what do you think about that? Yep. So let me. This is going to lead into who I think the Jedi is going to be. Okay. And, and what the storylines could possibly be. Okay. Okay. This is going to happen at the end of season three or end of this season. It's going to be the last episode of this season. I'm calling my shot. Okay. They're they're desperate. Like no one's coming for Grogu. You know the force has been called. No one's answering. The very last shot of season two is going to be one Ewan McGregor playing Obi-Wan Kenobi (laughs) coming to Grogu. Why is it going to be Obi-Wan? Who is Obi-Wan's hinted at love interest in the Clone Wars? Yeah, Sabine. Sabine. Is it Sabine? Yeah, no, it's Sabine. I'm trying to think timeline-wise, though. Is this... It's after episode three... Before, way before seven. Okay. 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 So now the storyline is going to be instead of leaving Grogu. Hold on. Instead okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to finish. I'm going to let you finish. I'm, I'm Kanye now. Okay. But <laughs> I have, I have timeline something, but go ahead. So Obi-Wan's going to take him and then they're going to get ready to leave. And then Ahsoka and uh, is it Boca? Bocatan. Bocatan are all gonna somehow converge, and they're gonna say, "Okay, we need to go take on all of these villains. We're gonna set up a massive, you know, fight because they're gonna go try to restore Mandalore. Yeah, so that um, Man- Mando can go be at Mandalore. Boca right. uh, can go get the sword and go back to Mandalore. Yeah." And, and she's the help. race. He's the creed. Yeah. So it's a little different. Yeah, but he's going to help her out because yeah. it's Sabine's daughter. Right. Um, and so Obi-Wan's going to be the driving force to keep everybody together. He's going to plead with Mandalore to help him out. Mandalore's going to give in because he's going to want to help Grogu. And boom. That's how I season like, three no, is going to be. I like it. I like it. Number one, I, I, de- I, I want to drive, check you on the timeline. I also have to drive... We have an Obi Wan series coming. Oh, right, right. And so let's also build excitement for One, that. One hundred percent. That I just I I I always forget. Is this after the Return of the Jedi before the Force Awakens, or is it mid, like after Clone Wars before four? I, I always get confused. I think it's between three and Rogue One. Okay, and I don't know. I, I won't check you fully on that, but I will say something about Sabine. I love that storyline. I think that would be dope. But doesn't Sabine die in Clone Wars? Yeah. So that's oh, why he's going to say to like a venture. Yeah, it's oh, the okay. emotional connection. Okay, of, okay. I, I the had emotional it, connection. Is it Sabine or Sistine? No, it's Sabine. It's Sabine. I thought Sabine is the girl in Rebels. Fuck. I don't know now. I, I'm pretty sure she's a Mandalorian too. Yeah. 
the but purple-haired I, girl. I feel in like that. it was like Sistine or something. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. I I can't remember her name. It's been a minute since I watched Rebels. But um, I I I definitely Duchess like Satine. Satine. And then what's the girl in Rebels? Sabine. Sabine Wren or whatever. Okay. Okay. So they oh so Satine and Sabine. Yes. Okay. Weird. Anyway, um, yeah, she's a Mandalorian too. So yep. um, that would be interesting to see how her arc comes around but uh so let's talk a little bit about like the future of star wars okay hold on yeah did you look up rebels yeah no mandalorian takes place in 9 aby which is nine years after a new hope and five years after return of the jedi five years after return of the jedi yeah okay so that means that obi-wan's dead right oh yeah i guess it would but i mean not, I mean, Star Wars. No one actually dies. There could yeah. be force, but so to okay, bring it to bring it my, to my, bring my it shot <laughs> to bring it back around though. Let's talk about uh, the very first episode of Mandalorian season two. It's definitely Boba Fett, right? Which the the last image you see is a man scarred, bald dude. It, yeah. it, I'm pretty sure but it's we the also, dude who played yeah, uh, Jango Fett. Yeah, it is. But remember we also had that at the end of season one, they showed like a guy wearing like boots. Yes. They just showed his feet. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it was the end. It was during – it was the end of an episode. I don't yeah. think it was the end of the season. But, yes. So, do we see that storyline come around in season two? <laughs> like they just have so many things. But this is what I want to talk about the future of Star Wars. You see kind of the, the the forming of where the future of Star Wars is going because right now I don't think they have a movie announced right now. Like obviously movies are coming back. Star Wars are going to have mm-hmm. movies. But right now it looks like they're building up the Disney Plus live action era. We see Ahsoka. Potentially we, we've heard the name Thrawn so we're led to believe that we're going to see Grand Admiral Thrawn. I pers- I personally think that the Jedi we're going to see is Ezra Bridger. So they're if let's just say for argument that this is the route they're taking. They're taking the animated um Star Wars shows and essentially driving the future with live action, which is cool yeah, on my part. Really cool. I think I think it's cool. Um it also gives you the 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 room to create new characters in that world. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm here for it. I I I I think it's more uh, you can diversity you can look at in that regard because Ezra Bridger, I don't know, looks like a like a Latino dude. I, I don't I don't know. Just like in that regard too, it's just like it's not going to be the like the the white yeah, male white character yeah. hero. Um, so they have different options there. It, it, so I don't know. I like the I like where Star Wars is heading in the future, and I think. Disney Plus might be the home for that. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm excited that that's the realm they're taking. That's the TV because it goes back to that limited series state of mind where you can delve into character more. Now, that on the flip side is also one of my fucking beefs with Mandalorian. I I really like Mandalorian. I love this last episode, but my one beef with it is it's very episodic. Like. 
there there will be like like Bo Katan at the end of one episode says you'll go see Ahsoka Tano and then so like the next week you're like fuck yes we're gonna see Ahsoka Tano and then they totally ignore that storyline and pivot and it's like what the fuck so it's like in that regard I wonder if it would do better uh, like as a Netflix where you get all the episodes that you can binge I personally but. The hip, the hypocritical thing that I'm about to say for myself is I like the strategy of one episode a week because I like to do this and talk about it and stuff. But in that regard, with the episodic where they they do a thing and they pivot and then they come back to it, that seems like it would be easier to digest if you had the full thing to binge. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But Disney, I think, has shown that that's not their Oh, well, no. Their and model. they're not going to do it. Marvel, I just, they're not yeah. doing that because they know that it's going to get people in. Right. And also, think about from a streaming point, if you were only, like, had Disney Plus because you're a Star Wars fan, if you can binge it yeah. in you a week. You binge it in a day you and can cancel, you cancel subscription. it. True. So Very it's true. a way to keep subscriptions. Very so true. I don't see them similar to, like, HBO. Where Netflix, they're just dropping so much stuff. They right. can drop it and binge it because right. they'll have 90 other shows by next week. Right. So I think it's just also the model of Disney and yeah. the streaming service. So Yeah. Okay. Um, last things on Mandalorian. Do you have anything else for Mandalorian? No, I, I've enjoyed it. This yeah. season's been way better. They need to figure out a way. David Filoni needs to be involved in every Star Wars project till that man. He's can heavily involved in this, and yeah. you can tell. And he did Rebels. He did right. Clone Wars. Right. So like he he needs to stay involved because yeah. one, the dude loves Star Wars. Like yeah. nobody's business. Have you? I sent you that video of him talking about yeah. super uh, like episode passionate one, about it, yo. Where like everyone shits on episode one. He talks about how much he loved the. Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn versus Darth Maul fight and right. what it signified and the music they used. Right. Like, the dude loves, like, Breeze, Star Wars. Um, and so they need to find a way to keep him involved. In, yeah. He he is the... Uh, Fanboy? No, the uh, <laughs> equivalent to the Marvel, uh, David Feige of uh, yeah. Marvel. Yeah. I mean, it's a good point. Feige needs to be in charge of Marvel. He needs to be in charge of Disney or yeah. of Star Wars, Star Wars from here on out. I will say that I just thought of this while you were talking about Dave Filoni. I'm pretty sure he was quoted because people, because uh, when Disney plus came out, they did, did I say David Feige. I think no, I meant Kevin. If we I did, know, it's Kevin. You might've said it. Yeah. I don't know. We know what you mean. Um, so people kept saying, because Disney Plus, when it came out, they did the last season of Clone Wars, so yep. people were wondering, are, is the is Rebels coming back? And he said, no, Rebels won't come back. That also feeds into my theory that we're going to get uh, Thrawn, and we're going to get, well, we already got Ahsoka, and then we are going to get Ezra, because if there's not going to be a new Rebels, the live-action version is going to be the Rebels. Yep. And I could also see, like, we see Ezra Ezra Bridger for one episode, and then he gets his own series. Yeah. I, I can see something like that. So The interesting thing will be how they wrap it up if some of these characters are going to die. Like, True. Is Ahsoka, like, how does she... Right. Because we don't see her in any of the new Star Wars movies. Right. And, and there was some... Think, th- there was they some would have been involved if they were still alive. 100%. And so at the end of Rise of Skywalker where you hear all the voices. Yeah, she was in it. 
was she? Yeah, she was Ahsoka's voice, I, the animated character. Okay. Uh, See, I thought I read. I thought I read somewhere that her voice wasn't in there because she was off doing something else, leaving it open for her to come into the live action universe. No, I'm pretty. I'm almost certain that okay. you can hear her voice. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, but no, you're totally right. Like, how will they end her arc for sure? And it would have to be in her standalone series i would think unless unless they're gonna pump these into like a marvel-esque thing or strategy if you will and they're gonna do the disney plus and then feed her into the movies Mm -hmm. could we see that potentially my last question for mandalorian is um this is kind of putting us on the spot a little bit but um who do who do we think is gonna play admiral thrawn I don't know. I have the perfect dude for it. All right, who, who's yours? I don't know his name, <laughs> but he's perfect. It, it is the dude who plays. He's in a bunch of Christopher Nolan movies. He is uh, Scarecrow. He mm. is in the Dark Knight. In like the when he he's in the ambulance when the Joker leaves and Batman comes and he's laughing like yeah, he's Scarecrow in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Series. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. I yeah. can look it up right look, now. Look it up. I think he would be a good Admiral Thrawn. Grand Admiral Thrawn. I'm excited for you to get into into his, uh, get to know him in the Rebels a little bit since you're starting to watch it. He's a badass. Just the way he talks. It's so like regal, but he's just a fucking badass. Yeah, he's very monotone. Right. Um. I think he could pull off the look. I mean, obviously he'd have to be blue, but <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, and I think lights, camera, bar stool. Uh, they put out that like the question, like who should play. And I was like reading some of the people. Um, there's one person who I was like, damn, that would Cecilian actually. Cillian Murphy is his name. Cillian Murphy is his name. Okay, there you go. That's my pick for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Okay, I'm trying to think of just a straight edge kind of like monolithic. You'd have to have because for me the the main one of the main things for Thrawn. I know you'd seen like one episode with him, but it's his voice. Yeah, you have to have like the voice for him. So that's part of it too. I wonder who does the voice for the animated. Because fun fact, the girl who played Bo Katan was the same. It's the actress who voiced her in the animated series. So I'm wondering, because I thought I read in that thread that uh, the person who voices Thrawn in the animated is available and would be good. I don't know who it is. but So this I, this article said Jared Leto could be one. Mm. I don't, that, I, I that's a big name. He's too big. That's a big name. Uh, this one's a good one. Hugo Weaving. Okay. Um he was in like the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, he, I think he played. Uh, yeah, he played Red Skull. Okay. In uh, cool. the Marvel movies, and then I actually really like this one. Jason Isaacs, who plays Malfoy's dad in Harry <laughs> nice. Potter's. That actually is good. Pretty good. One. Is he old now though? Older? I guess Grant yeah. Almarthron is kind of old. Yeah. So and he's gonna be blue. Yeah. So that'd be cool. I'm here for it. I, yeah. I like where Star Wars is going. I'm excited. It's in a good spot. They've really hit done well with these series. Hopefully, the standalone Ahsoka Tano and, and right. uh, Obi Wan series can just keep the momentum. I wonder what will come first. 
Do you? I feel like I it has to be Obi Wan, right? Yeah, yeah, I would assume Obi Wan. Right. Um. So. And we're supposed an exciting, to be getting. It's an exciting place. We're supposed to be getting a Cassian Andor series too. So that'll we. Yeah, I've heard nothing one, about that, but that one is yeah, it's fine. Right. I, I don't know if I care that much about that one. Right. And possibly more solo. Um, yeah, that series. that's very. I've heard rumors of that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um. Okay. Last thing, Mandalorian. I promise. Uh, do you have any beefs with it that you want to talk about? I know I talked about the the episodic like part, the episodic nature of it. I don't mind it. I think it, it allows us to. What it really does is it 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 does what we talked about. What we wanted from the other Star Wars movies is it builds these different planets, these different stars, and we get like yeah. it, it was cool to go to like the marine island and see like the different like uh, characters that yeah you know live there. So you're seeing all these different. The fish lady, like right. you get to see all these different people and planets and species that baby Grogu that, eating her fucking babies. The universe, you know, as we talk about in Marvel, um, which is really cool, and yeah. so I, I've enjoyed it a lot. And yeah. uh, it's, it's been exciting. a fun, it's been a fun watch. Yeah, definitely. I, my one thing is, I hope they don't try to do too many seasons. I think yeah. they need to like cap it at three. I think that's what it will be, be honestly. Yeah. yeah. I don't try to milk it out. Yeah. Don't ruin it. Yeah. End on a good note. Let's keep the momentum of Star Wars by not Yeah. My know. my prediction is three and then they go to Ahsoka. I, I bet you that's how it goes. Or Ezra Bridger if that is the route they yep. take. I don't know. But that's my prediction. My prediction is Ezra Bridger, but more so Ahsoka. Heavy, yeah, I'd probably have to move towards Ezra since uh, Obi-Wan is uh, Potentially dead. <laughs> okay. But, like, who are the other Jedi that it could possibly be? The, it, maybe, we can, Dan, maybe we can wrap around to this Yoda? because, because uh, Screen Rant had an article on, if you want to look it up, we, don't, we can wrap around to it if you want. Um, but they're only, like... There are only like six, and two of them were from the video games. <laughs> so, and I don't foresee them doing that. But um, I don't know. Ezra was one. Obviously, Ahsoka, which she already said she can't train him. Um, I, did they say Luke? But there's no way it's going to be Luke Skywalker. Yeah, no, they can't do that. Right. So, Here, just, oh, they I said Leia, but Leia's not going to be it. Yeah, Luke. Leia, Ezra, Ahsoka, yeah, Cal Kestis is the video game person. All right. And I don't foresee them doing that. Yeah, they can't do that. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be some whole new one. In that time frame, Yoda's probably dead. Yeah, because it's after Return of the Jedi, right? So he dies. I think it's right before Return of the Jedi. But he dies yeah, in Empire he, Strikes yeah, Back. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Sorry. So, yeah, he'd be gone. I don't know. I don't know. It, F- figure we'll out see. a way to, we'll see. to be Darth Maul. Will we see Or it? to be uh, uh, Mace Windu. I don't care how <laughs> you do it. Just give me some symbol. <laughs> right. That'd be crazy. Um, do we see it in season two? I would be shocked. I really? feel like it's going to be well, no, not shocked. Maybe I the feel like end, it's the maybe like hanger to the end right. Of season it'll two. probably be like the very end. And I don't know if they'll even show you. It might be oh fuck, like I'd be so butter. Yo. It's been like he walks in and you see Grogu, but you don't see. Oh, I'd be so fucking pissed. It'd be crazy. <laughs> it would be crazy. Or it's going to be like a Luke Skywalker at the end of Force Awakens where he literally just turns around yeah. and, <laughs> and then it cuts and then it spins around for five minutes. Right. Right. All right, let's move on. Um, these next ones can be a little bit shorter because that was a long conversation. Uh, 
Chris Pratt, a.k.a. Star-Lord, joined the cast of Thor Love and Thunder. Um, does this come as a shock to you? I mean, they ended up they ended up in the what was the last one we saw, Endgame. Yeah. They, so yeah. not a big surprise. They it. it makes sense. But um, the, the big thing in Thor Love of Thunder is, uh, why am I blinking on the name? Natalie Portman mm-hmm. is in it being the she, female thor yeah, female thor so i don't know th- this is shaping up to be a, a a one on the radar like the dope one that i'm looking forward to uh so look out for that wandavision will premiere on disney plus january 15th 2021 2020 will be the first year without a marvel movie mcu movie since 2009 and yes uh wandavision is not a movie project Project. if you will um since 2009 apparently the pilot for wandavision was filmed in black and white and in front of a live studio audience kind of weird the special effects team reportedly employed wires and camera tricks to make objects appear to fly uh the rumors were for november or december 2020 um it got pushed to january 2021 are you okay with this would you have liked to? See, I know you're not bit like hot, super high on WandaVision, but would you have liked to seen this this year? Do you oh, think I they're mean, doing a disservice by not putting a Marvel show on Disney Plus quicker? What, no. what do you think? I, I think so. There's two aspects. One, they were they had a plan. Uh, Black Widow was supposed to drop this year, and right. then uh, I think the Falcon, Falcon and their Soldier, Soldier was supposed to drop. Obviously, there's and we ties heard rumor to there's the Black ties. Widow, right. So they delayed. Perfectly fine with it. Here's why. Endgame left on such a high note, universal, you know, claim and Love. approval. Yeah. yeah. That they didn't need to do anything. Second, you have to worry about burnout. Um, especially because Star Wars. Well, no, but especially because like I'm just saying, like got, think of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah. Like I you've also people. gotten rid of so many big characters. Like we know we're not gonna see Tony Stark. We know we're not gonna see Captain right. America. This is our last Black Widow. So like a lot of the originals that drove marvel for so long are no longer going to be there yeah so now i think what it's done is it's given people time to to understand I need that, more marvel on, yeah and now we're starting to get the itch like right okay i need something new from marvel right. so it's starting to build back the yeah. excitement right so i think in the long run this was probably all a really good thing for marvel right now you gotta worry that you gotta be concrete sure that WandaVision is going to be a success uh, because if it comes out and flops and isn't very good, um, which is my big concern with it, then mm. it starts like, uh, what's Marvel like post you right. know, Iron Man, post right. Captain America. And so that's what I think that's my one worry with not having the, the Black Widow and the um, uh, Winter, uh, Captain America Winter soldier soldier falcon, falcon whatever the hell it is yeah uh because i think those two would have been a really good bang bang quick two um excellent you know film slash shows to kick off the new marvel yeah. cinematic universe that one so, it feels more like grounded this is going to be more weird yeah the which reason- is just a more of a risk it's not that it's right. necessarily going to be bad i just think starting with wandavision now yeah. is just a bigger risk sure. than yeah, you know, Black Here, Widow. here's why I don't think it's going to flop, and and I 100% agree with you on the fact that it's a bigger risk because of the weird factor. Um, number one, I don't want to say it's going to be like game changer, but the fact that it's in front of a live studio audience, and they've already said it's going to be like parts of it are going to be sitcom. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they also came out with the headline that parts of it is going to be like the office where they're like off in talking into the camera. So I think like, like Truman I, show. Yeah. So like I, I foresee it like evolving. It's good. So uh, what I'm getting at is it's going to open the multiverse. Mm -hmm. So that, that I think is the next phase of Marvel. And I think that's why well, number one, it can't flop because of that. Yeah. Because if it does flop, then phase, what are we on five now? Four, it, we're that's it's fucked. So this needs to be good. I think there's no way it's bad. Like yeah, it's Marvel. So they, right, they, they have my trust. Even if it's not good, it's not going to kill my butt. Like, uh, right, it, it is what it is. They'll figure it out. Also, once this is just like a one-off stupid sidebar question or not question but remark. I I'm just now learning that Elizabeth Olsen, the girl who plays uh, Scarlet Witch, is like Mary Kate and Ashley's sister. I did not oh, know Oh, you this. didn't know that? No. <laughs> I did not know this. Someone brought that to my attention. I'm like, holy shit, I did not know this. How yeah, did I not she, know this? <laughs> the, hey, it's a good reminder that sometimes it's okay for your fame to come later in life. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, I, I think the one big opportunity with this show is to showcase Scarlet Witch. Um, in the comics and stuff, she's one of the most powerful superheroes. Right. And we never, like... We got to see a little bit at the end um, when she kind of whipped um, Thanos's ass for right. a little bit in Endgame. We got to like she got to showcase her power. Yeah, and so I think this is a good opportunity to showcase her power and show like how big of a badass she can be. So right. I'm excited to see that aspect and, and what they do with that. As far as Vision, take him or leave him. <laughs> he is the he's Wheaties. boring to he's you. He's the Wheaties of of <laughs> superheroes. Just. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Real, just dry. Yeah, um, I don't know why I put this in the specific spot. I should have put it up with the streaming talk, but uh, Soul, mm -hmm. the uh, Pixar yes. upcoming Pixar movie, will also uh, premiere on Disney Plus. Not in theaters, but just on Disney Plus. Christmas Which is Day. probably good, so I'm I don't have to. So I don't have to cry in front of the I whole, gonna, whole theater. I texted you this. I'm like you. You've ready to cry together on christmas if we watch this and you said that might be one we do alone <laughs> yeah listen you said this, me, shit, this you, shit's gonna make me cry. you've seen me cry in a movie theater you saw me cry during i think endgame actually yeah uh, i was crying <laughs> i've been known as a crybaby in movies i openly admit it but this will spare me at least one movie that i can it, watch and just cry to myself and you just know like watching the, the trailer that oh. this is gonna be so good Sad as it's shit. gonna be so like sad and oh, yeah, yeah it, i'm really excited for this movie i am um, too so this will be the best animated disney movie since did you watch the onward no i watched it it's it's good it's not like a top tier one in yeah, my mind no. but it was entertaining i'm trying to think of what the last big i really enjoyed frozen but it's gonna be way better than frozen i personally loved and i know it's not Pixar, I don't think, but uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph was good. I really liked Wreck-It Ralph. But yeah, Frozen is like all time. I don't think that's Pixar either, but animated. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, this is going to be amazing. Can't yeah. wait. Um, so we got Soul and we got Wonder Woman 1984 that both premiere on. Maybe that one we can do together. Wonder yeah. Woman. Um, and also, this just popped in my mind. I yeah, saw have to come watch it on the uh, the rents. Uh, yeah, I, inch I was just gonna say room. because the, uh, Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman 1984, said that this will be the first 
film offered in 4K yeah. on HBO Max. And it's a 4K TV, 85-incher. We got to do that. It'll basically be like you're in the movie theater. <laughs> we got to do that. That's crazy. Go. All right. Um, Book your Christmas night at the exactly. Ogden McIntosh <laughs> residence. Let's do it. Um, all right. Sticking with the, the Disney realm, I, I think the next two are Disney. Benedict Cumberbatch, a.k.a. Doctor Strange, joined the cast of Spider-Man 3. This just all but confirms... Uh, the multiverse happening in this next phase. Jamie Foxx. So, I, I, Wait, I hold on. Before, I got before, before we get into this, yeah. Have you watched Doctor Strange yet? Jesus Christ. <sighs> okay. Okay. I need folks. Like, we got a fake. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen parts. We got of, a fraud. I've also seen parts of Ragnarok. <laughs> so don't parts. sue me. Parts. Don't sue me. He saw the trailer for the movie and said he's seen parts. I, I've been parts, opening it up front that me, I'm a Star Wars guy, not a Marvel let guy. Let me talk to you guys what parts means. Parts means I haven't seen it. I know I should, but I haven't. I see Endgame, anytime so I know, someone, what, I know Anytime someone asks me if I've seen a movie and I haven't, I lie through my teeth and say, I've seen parts. <laughs> I know I haven't seen much of Ragnarok. I've seen a little bit of uh, Doctor Strange. But my goal, let's just say for 2021, <laughs> <laughs> is to watch why, why, a marathon of Why not Marvel. during a fucking pandemic? What else you got to do? <laughs> very Jesus. true. Very true. This fucking guy. I took a big out. I started breaking bad during the pandemic. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. A uh, goal of mine is to have a marathon of the Marvel movies. It's going to happen eventually. Um, yeah, so good thing you call me out of my fakeness. It's all it's all good. That was the very first thing I did when it hit pandemic level. Is I literally watched all of the all Marvel the Marvel movies. movies. Respect, respect. That burned some time. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually sure. ashamed how fast I did it. It was quite embarrassing. <laughs> I did it in a week. I did it. I, I think I did a week and a half. <laughs> I skipped funny. some movies that I've seen way too many times. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, so anyway, Doctor Strange going into Spider Man. Basically confirms multiverse and Spider-Man is just a character with the Spider-Verse. Now you get into the whole Sony versus Disney Marvel whole argument that we won't get into. But another headline that came out was Jamie Foxx rep reprising his role as Electro. Now, I've heard conflicting. So I, I saw a headline a couple days ago that said it's a rumor that Electro, Jamie Foxx is coming back. But I thought back when it first broke, it was like confirmed he was in talks. So I guess not fully reporting that, but there are rumors that Electro will come back. So the let's just, for the sake of argument, I know you're looking it up, that that is the case. Um, does that make, does that, you, you talked about risk with WandaVision. To me, that, opens up the risk for a little bit of a little bit of DC messiness moving forward with the MCU. Do you agree or not? Nah? Yeah, I don't love it. There's right. way better villains for Spider-Man yeah. bringing back a reprised role of someone that it wasn't a beloved villain, let's put it that way. Yeah. Um so I wish they would go a different route. I think there's a bit, way better opportunities out there. Uh, you know what it. I would Hollywood love? Hollywood Reporter confirmed it. Okay. But I haven't See, seen I anything I... since October. Of, okay. So okay. who knows? You know what I would love? Number one, um, so Disney obtained the rights again to the Netflix series. So 
Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. I might be missing one. Iron Fist. Yeah. Um, it would be dope because in the comics, Kingpin is yeah. also in spy- the Spider-Verse, if you will. Mm-hmm. It would be sick if Kingpin was a villain and they brought back Daredevil. Oh, I'd be so fucking hype, dude. That'd be so cool. Yeah, bring back Ben Affleck. Sure, in the, in the multiverse, you can. <laughs> Jennifer Gardner as Electra or whatever but the fuck her name was. My, my hot take, my hot take um, prediction is we're going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in an MCU movie. They're going to bring them back all. I hope, because it was rumored for a long time. I don't think they're ever going to confirm it, just because that will be a dope-ass surprise, but I could see it. If they're bringing back Electro... You would think that that could ha- that could happen, I, right? I, I could see Andrew Garfield. Uh, not sorry, uh, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. I don't know if I see Andrew Garfield coming back. Well, the only reason I say that is because Electro his, is yeah, in the Andrew Garfield one. I, I don't know if Andrew Garfield would be down for that. Tobey Maguire, he ain't got shit else to do. They're gonna bring him back and do like the infamous like yeah the, the Spider-Man point- three <laughs> right the point and shoot the gun. <laughs> so whack but uh yeah i mean would you be down for something like that or would no, it get honestly, messy I, I just wish they would move on from all act like yeah. those never happened yeah i mean i love tommy mcguire spider-man now the spider-man three point and shoot was kind of yeah. cringe but yeah. but yeah um do you think it'll get messy in terms of the sony marvel thing at all like do you think that is holding too them much back? money at stake they'll figure it out right it's gonna be you've fine. been s- you said that from the jump steadfast my guy <laughs> said it from the jump all right last marvel thing yes last marvel thing oscar isaac will start as moon knight in the upcoming disney plus series um this is a big get because uh the miss Mar- or the yeah miss marvel the kamala khan they got some unknown young actress, mm-hmm. which cool. That that's cool. Um, but just in terms of star power, her com- and I'm sorry, I don't have the name off the top of my hand. She'll become a household name, yeah. believe me. But um, that hurt compared to Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac is. I don't know. Am I? Am I being? No. It's in, it, would I say? It, could I say an A list actor? B list, maybe. He's like a B plus. List. Okay. Either way, he's in Star Wars, so oh, he's yeah, a big that, fucking name. Dune. I mean. Yeah, he's in Dune. He's a big fucking name. Yeah. So that makes me think, like, okay, is this character going to be more of a thing in the movies? Like, yeah. do you foresee that, or what? What do you think? So I don't know shit about. Uh, Moon Knight, and I don't really Moon either. Knight, but like people, like the nerds, and again, nerds, we're all nerds. But the nerds that like read all the comics and everything, Moon Knight is like a favorite character yeah. of a lot of people. Yeah, so, I'm excited about so this I, character. I think it's gonna be cool, no yeah. matter what. And I mean, there's not many better actors left that haven't been in an MCU movie, right? So it. They're gonna nail it. Yeah, it's Marvel, right? They're gonna nail and another. It. I guess I didn't put this on the docket, but another big Disney Plus kind of rumor flying is that Haley Steinfeld is gonna be Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series. It's been it's all for but like con- three it's all but confirmed. She, I think it was just confirmed. Yeah, like last well, week. she hinted at it because yeah. she posted like coming soon, and she had the like bow and arrow emoji so like people are like okay so people are like waiting for the first look it hasn't been confirmed like three years right right and that's a perfect cast like this yeah that's why it's been rumored for three years (laughs) exactly 
Exactly. All right, moving on from Marvel a little bit. This is just kind of me being hype a little bit. But Donald Glover came out from hiding and dropped some major bombs on Twitter. On one tweet, he said, while I'm here, Atlanta season three and season four are going to be some of the best television ever made. Sopranos the only one who can touch us. Wow, that's a bold take, yo. And it's been a while since uh, Atlanta come, has come out. It was supposed to drop this year, but because Corona, I don't think they started shooting. Obviously, it's been written, and maybe they shot it you know, when it was healthy to come back and start shooting. But another big thing, secondly, I don't think season four has officially been announced. So I can set that an announcement. <laughs> so at least we're going to get season four of Atlanta. Um, he also tweeted, my last music project was probably my best one. Uh, but the, the one coming is going to be the biggest by far. Listen to new ancient strings outside. Is this an album announcement? It sure sounds I, like it. It sure sounds like it to me. Um, do you agree that 31520 was Childish Gambino's best project? Did you even listen to it? I did. I'm not the Super biggest, trippy and weird. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Childish Gambino yeah. fan. Um, Musically, it's beautiful, and it's like a... It's, it's not just a, always there, weird. There's not a lot Sometimes of replay it value like a girl with it. Singing. Yeah, there's not a lot of replay no, value not. in that there's album. Uh, so I'll leave that up to people that listen yeah. a lot closer than I do. But yeah, all right. Listen, We're, anything that man does, it's it's gonna be good. I mean, he hasn't missed in a while. Yeah, I'm super excited for Atlanta. Atlanta's so good. I still haven't you, seen it. Oh, it's on Hulu. It's only two seasons. You should bang that out. It's sure. good. It's really good. All right, let's uh. In between, we're going to, music is our next topic, but in between, let's uh, do some lighthearted Corona Adventures topic. Okay. Um, so what did your Thanksgiving, your COVID Thanksgiving look like? You had a little bit, probably a different version <laughs> of mine, because I know. It, yeah, I don't know if I should share and incriminate myself and my family. If you don't want to, you don't have to. No, I mean. my sister and brother-in-law did fly in from Houston, Texas. I finally got to meet my nephew. Yeah, uh, that's who awesome. turns one at the December 27th, I think. That's awesome. So, And uh, I, I I know just from, I, I've talked to your mom, like I see her at Menards or something, yeah. and I, we talk about it, but um. It sounds like they like don't leave the house. No, they like, don't leave the house. Right. So like he was very like, I just want my mom and dad because right. those are the only two people I see. Right. So like, who the hell? Like, did he warm up to you or? At the end, he started warming up to That's me, good. but he still like didn't want, really want love me holding him, <laughs> like touching him. Right. So he just kind of stares at you when you first walk in. Like, That's funny. <laughs> who the fuck are you right that's, so that's he, funny. he's a character he's funny he's the cutest little man in the whole world so that's uh, awesome it was, it was great to see them hadn't seen my sister um i think since last thanksgiving so that's um, wild yeah it was it was a good time that's good mine was you know super super low-key uh normally my family hosts and we have both my mom and my dad's side together uh we just did our immediate family uh, we did like a uh, an Italian theme, which is kind of, I mean, on uh, par. Sorry for these egg rolls. So did I tell you about you those? told me about the oh egg rolls. Oh my God, they're fire. So my brother, I think, found on TikTok some two recipes. One were the egg rolls, and egg has nothing to do with them. They just look like an egg roll. That's why they're called that. But essentially, it's like capicola, cheese, maybe some sausage and a wrap with marinara. Oh my God. That's so good. Everything I want. In life. So good. And then we also, oh, he found some recipe with like, it's like 
a meatball slider. So it's like okay. essentially just a meatball, mini yeah. meatball sandwich. Super good. We had pasta. It was really, really good. Mama Alessio, if you're <laughs> listening, I want some of those egg rolls. Yeah, we'll make we'll make that happen. We can make that happen. Um, this is gonna. This is another weird thing. We both have December birthdays. Yes. My my birthday is a couple days away. Um, it's just it sucks. Like I want to do something. The good thing is anything. we're turning a very exciting age. Twenty seven. Right. What What the hell happens at twenty seven? I mean. I, the only I'm thing that's sing, I'm single and like <laughs> like sitting at my fucking house itching to do fucking something. The only thing about 27 is it's gonna take me six months to figure out how old I am. <laughs> I don't know if you have the same problem. I do. Everybody I really asked me my age, and for like six months I was like I'm 25, <laughs> and then I was like I'm not fucking 25. What are What are you doing? I don't know if it takes me six months. It does take me a minute. I I think like. Wait a sec. No, I'm 27, not yeah. 26. Like no, it's weird. Yeah, I literally in my head go 2020 minus 1993. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's Turn funny. 27. That's funny. Well, so have you guys discussed Christmas yet? My family so, has not. I have no idea what we have planned. Yeah. So, so my brother-in-law and sister are coming back. Yeah, um, they're going to stay for a couple of weeks. So they'll be here. Um, I think Christmas Eve we're planning to go back to KC for the day. Um, to see Erica's parents uh, or mother. Um, I don't know if we'll do that. She kind of canceled Thanksgiving um, due to COVID and stuff. So, um, you know, that's up in the air. Usually we go to stepdad's aunts for Christmas Eve. So it's just, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, it's family decision. So just kind of. My themes just go with the flow. Yeah, f- you know. Yeah, I, try it, not to stress about it. And stress other people. It's about so it. hard, dude. Like, uh, my mom and dad had COVID. Yeah. They're over it now. But uh, you know, it's crazy. So, not you know, we can get a little political on here if we really want. But to me, so I have on here my comparison between Minneapolis and Des Moines. Mm-hmm. So, I probably should have had this by now. So I work <clears throat> in kind of a local government capacity. And part of that is the the jail in our city. And there I'm I work on the phones. So when this first started, we essentially had to get attorney phones in the pods where the inmates had cor- the corona inmates essentially. So I've been in that um double digit times at yep. least. And I haven't really gone in since the summer, but still, we've had outbreaks at in our department. Um, my dad had it, my mom had it, my sister had it in the summer. Um, I have not had it yet. It's it's crazy. I feel like I should have gotten it not by now. I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm glad I haven't. But let me let me tell a little story. Um, just my experience and how I perceive things. So my cousin had a a wedding in Minneapolis, probably October. Yeah, I think it was October. And, um, so it was, it was kind of weird. He, his wedding was on a Sunday, which is weird. I mean, normally, nor- normally it's like Saturday. I don't know. It, either way. So I, I kind of make it, made a weekend of it. Um, we went to the mall of America Friday and I, I might be incriminating myself. I'm sorry if I am. I I am a stickler about wearing masks. You I are. literally I've wear a mask firsthand. everywhere, and um, it w- it was very surprising to see there were a lot of people at the Mall of America 
but I swear to God, everyone was wearing a mask. And maybe there's like, it's I don't know if it's, it might be mandated. Yeah. Maybe it's, you have to wear one in the mall of America. I don't know, but literally everyone was wearing a mask. And I don't know, you just in Des Moines, where we're from, you don't really see that. Like, because it's not mandated. Exactly. Kansas City was the same way. Kansas City had a mandate, okay. a mask mandate. Anywhere you went, you had to have a okay. mask. So uh, let, me, let me just bring it around to Des Moines. So I, I we went to that. We had like a mini bachelor party for him. We went out to a bar. Not a lot of people there, but um, we went out the Saturday and, you know, it was, it's whatever. And I, literally, I've been out maybe three times Mm -hmm. in this whole pandemic and the the next time i had been out was halloween i got dragged we went i first went to a small gathering of people um i was howie from mudcun gems please attest to i i killed that nailed it i killed that shit um and i got dragged to a bar wasn't the happiest about it but I, I'm telling you, it was scary. Like the next, the next day, I felt like so guilty and like, <laughs> like, why did I do this? But I, I, like, maybe it's a little bit of a hyperbole. But there had to have been a hundred people in this bar. Like it was crazy. And the thing is, I sw- maybe maybe a couple of my buddies that I went with had them on, but I was the only one wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. And what I equate it to is. Me being around this so much, I've been in the coronapods. I've been around there at one point in our department there were seven people out with corona. Like things like that. My my both my my parents have had it, my sister have had it, has has had it. Um I feel like I should have had this by now. Mm. So when I see the comparison between Minneapolis, a bigger city than Des Moines, yeah. and everyone's wearing a mask, and Des Moines, where no one I'm the only one wearing a mask. It, for to me, it comes down to masks work. Like I haven't gotten this fucking virus yet, and this is where it gets a little political. And I won't get too into it, but like to me, it's it goes down to leadership. Like people don't want to fucking wear masks, so if you don't mandate it, they're not going they're to not going to do it. Like, and I don't know. I just think masks work. Like, for for my experience firsthand. I should have had this by now, right? Let me ask you a question, Trey. When you go, when you went into that bar, was everyone wearing a t-shirt or a shirt of some sort? I mean, yeah. Was everyone wearing pants of some <laughs> sort? Sure. It's not against your constitutional right that you can't wear a fucking mask. All right. There's nowhere in the Constitution that says right. you have to wear a shirt and pants into a bar. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You can't go anywhere without a shirt and pants. So just put the fucking mask on, people. Right, right. It's not an infringement of your rights. Right. Just put the damn mask and, on. You it's know, not. If not, it's not to protect you. My grandpa is going through chemo right now. It's to protect those people. Right. That, and that and that's the thing. So my, my grandma, she always does pasta Sunday, and like obviously the I think Halloween fell on a Saturday. So that next day, I'm like, I don't want to go yeah. this week. You know what I mean? Like. It's more for that. It's yeah. more because, like, how horrible would you feel yeah. if they got COVID and something bad happened to them? Like, it would just – I would not be able to live with myself. Yeah. Like, you know what Don't I mean? Don't be like, selfish. Just wear the damn That's mask. what it is. It's literally, like I, – I, and we're getting super deep here, which is fine. <laughs> but I think the word of 2020 to me is empathy. Like, it yeah. really – if you pull back a lot of layers on a lot of things – and we can get into it if you really want, but like on uh, multiple issues, if you pull it back, it's really empathy. Have fucking empathy for the uh, another person. Step outside yourself and look into somebody else's 
eyes and trying to step in their shoes. It's just like it's not all about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that goes with the mat. I, I personally don't think it's a political issue. It's a health issue. It's just crazy. And I just wanted to say that comparison because I think it's important. I mean, I don't know. And we're I don't want to say we're at the tail end of this because we're still fing, seeing fucking record breaking cases every fucking day. But um but yeah, it, it's it's crazy. This year has been crazy. I'm I'm so happy that there's been news of a vaccine and hopefully we get it, you know, early next year into maybe spring. When do you think we'll get it? Summer or spring? spring. Yeah. So hopefully there's an end in sight, man. Hopefully this is not the new normal. It's just, it. I don't know. In 2021, like positive vibes only, man. Like 2020 has Amen. fucking sucked, bro. Like Amen. it's crazy. So that's Corona Adventures for you. Anything else? <laughs> I I put on there that you you moved back to Des Moines, but you already said that. So. I did. Yeah. I'm back. And you're, you're happy After to be back. Short stint in KC. No, the girl came with me, so it wasn't I got dumped and moved back. No, I, I know. I just No, no, just some people. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Like but, when I told work there, like, is Eric coming <laughs> back with you? I'm like, yeah. Simmer. That's good. That's good. It's all love. We, we, we love Erica on the program. So does she listen to these things? Yeah. She all right. She does. Shout out. Shout out. Let's tell her she got a shout out. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's uh, let's keep it moving because the next thing is Grammys, and we know how long that <laughs> shit can go. So I'm sorry that this is a long one, but do you want me to read these? Usually, I'm I'm in charge of reading. Yeah, them. you can read. That's cool. And how do, do we want to do this? Talk about them each one, or we'll do by category. Okay, cool. All right, so we'll start best new artist. We got oh boy, yeah, uh-huh. kicking it off fast. Ingrid, <laughs> Ingrid Andres, Phoebe Bridges, Chica, Noah Cyrus, D Smoke, Doja Cat. Catronata. There you go. And Megan the Stallion. Okay, to me, it's easily Megan the Stallion or Doja Cat. Yeah. Although I think Phoebe, I've heard the name Phoebe Bridgers, so maybe her. I don't know, but I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be Megan the Stallion. I think. But yeah, I would one hundred percent agree. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Record of the year, we got Black Parade by Beyonce. Color. Black Pumas. Oh, sorry, did colors, I black mess that up? Oh, yeah. This, uh, yeah, yeah. Rockstar to baby featuring Roddy Rich. Uh, Say so by Do- is it Doja Cat? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Everything I wanted by Billie Eilish. Don't start now by Dua Lipa. Circles by Post Malone. Savage by Megan The Stallion featuring Beyonce. This is tough. Uh, I mean, a lot of hits there. I think. I think uh, Dua Lipa gets this one. Okay. I don't know. That's kind of a, that might be a hot take, but no, that, I think that's a good. Good pick. I would say I'm going to go Savages, Megan Thee Stallion, and Beyonce That's a good song. rather than just go straight Beyonce. It has to, it has to be the Beyonce uh, remix. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she yeah. fucking – I love I <laughs> love when Beyonce raps. Yeah, it's awesome. Song of the Year, Black Parade by Beyonce, uh, The Box by Roddy Rich, uh, Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Cardigan is not the best song really? on that album. Okay. Circles by Post Malone, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Everything I Wanted, Billie Eilish, I Can't Breathe by H-E-R uh, or Her. Uh, if the world She's was, amazing, by the way. Uh, if the World Was Ending by J.P. Sachs featuring Julia Michaels. If the world was ending, would you come over tonight? Something like that, I think. I think. Uh Number one, I've been meaning to. Uh, this just kind of came out, so it's not like it's been on my list. But like the the Taylor Swift Disney Plus thing, did you know that Erica watched it? Is it good? She enjoyed it. I need to. Watch I haven't it. listened to that album, no, so m- album. I, maybe if I watch that, it'll make yeah, me listen. I, I, so I, I might watch that tonight, actually. Yeah. Um, 
I think we have this conversation every year, like the difference between song of the year and record of the year, and I never have the answer. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I, I think I think the the popularity for Taylor Swift might get – you're saying that's not the best song yeah, on not, the album. Not, I don't know. Not the best song on the album. But um, I think The Box was a huge hit, so maybe they give it to Roddy Rich. I was Rich. saying The Box by Roddy Rich was actually going to be mine as well. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yep. Anything Keep else you want? No, okay. I'm good. Album of the year, Chalumbo by Jeannie Alco. Uh, Gene Alco. <laughs> Can't read. Black, really, that's a really good album, by the way. Uh, Black Pumas by Black, Black Pumas. Pumas. <laughs> Everyday Life by Coldplay. Uh, throwback. Um, D. Jesse, Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. Have you ever heard of that? No. Didn't think so. <laughs> you? No. Oh, okay. I it didn't was, know if it was country no. or something. <laughs> uh, Women in Music Part 3 by Haim. I think. I don't know. Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Hollywood's Bleeding Post Malone. I felt like that album came out three years ago. I know. It's crazy. And Taylor Swift for Folklore. I mean, I, I probably I'm would I'm give it to I'm Taylor be- Swift. I'm between two. It's Folklore for Taylor Swift. Or Dua Lipa. Or Dua Lipa. Yeah, I would say Those the same. Those would be the two. I would say the same. I, I Part of me thinks Dua Lipa is going to do well in this Grammys. I, I don't know why. I could see Dua Lipa being kind of the Billie Eilish of last year. Yeah. Not winning as many, yeah. but winning you know the yeah. big profiles, winning her. I need to listen to that album in full because I've, I've heard it's good. I will say there's nothing catchier than that stupid-ass Levitate song that she has oh, yeah. uh, with she, the baby. Every song that she has is catchy. It's, I, it's crazy. Erica makes fun of me because I always try to sing it, and I know like <laughs> three of the words, and uh, the words I do know, I get them wrong. <laughs> right. And it's the catchiest damn song right. ever. Um, I just right. put on rap. I didn't put on everything because yeah, no, we we'd be here forever. But. Yeah. Best rap performance, Deep Reverence, Big Sean featuring Nippy, uh, Nipsey Hussle. Rip Bop by The Baby. Uh, What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. I can't believe I know. I cannot believe he got a nom. It's uh, crazy. The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby. Savage, Megan The Stallion, and Dior by Pop Smoke. They're giving him a posthumous not him and Nipsey. Uh, I think it's it's got to be Megan The Stallion. I would say the what's popping Jack Harlow. That's the uh, the white dude. Yeah, with the curly just hair. Like in that random ass video that always trends on Twitter every now and then. Probably. I don't know. That song has been popular this year, but I'm so surprised it got a Grammy nom. But good for him. I'll what do you think? I'll go. I'll go. Savage Megan yeah. The Stallion. Yeah, be my guess. Yep. Best melody. Melodic. Melodic rap performance. Rockstar to Baby featuring Roddy Rich. And I think this is a new category. Yeah, I don't know I this one. I could be wrong, but I think it's new. Laugh Now, Cry Later. Uh, Drake featuring Lil Dirk. Lockdown. <laughs> by Anderson <laughs> Pack. The Box by Roddy Rich. And Highest in the Room, Travis Scott. If it's me picking my like favorite song in here, it's Laugh Now, Cry Later. But The Box is just so popular, I think it goes to The Box. I could see Rockstar maybe winning one of yeah, these. Yeah, that, that it's popular on the radio, too. Yeah, a bunch, too. Uh, best Rap Song, The Bigger Picture, Lil Baby. Uh, the Box, Roddy Rich. Laugh Now, Cry Later, Drake. Rockstar, The Baby featuring Rocky, Roddy Rich and Savage, Megan Thee Stallion. That's tough. I, I, I think it goes to Megan Thee Stallion again. I, I, I don't know. What do you think? The box? I would say the box. The box. Is it between the box and Savage? Yeah, I would throw Rockstar in there too maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay. All right. Best rap album. Yes. Uh, Black Habits by D Smoke. Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist. A Written Testimony, J Electronica. Which 
surprising. Mm-hmm. King's Disease by Nas and The Allegory by our guy Royce the Five Nine. So I uh, let I, me ask you this yeah, question yeah, before sure. before you pick your winner. Yeah, is this? And don't take this personal. Is no. this the weakest, best rap album that you can remember? Well, so let me let me put it this way. I think for the culture, I think it's a it's kind of a win. Like normally, like. Royce of Five Nine would not get right. a, a nom. So in that regard, I love Jay Electronic because yeah, this is his first it, album. <laughs> exactly, and I actually do like that album. Um, and I, I like the Nas album. I, I, the, the obviously the one that I'm so surprised about is D Smoke, and I haven't listened to that album in full. I'm sure it's good. Um, I just for and you know where my beef is going to be, and you could call it not a rap album. That's fine. But Mac Miller, like, yeah. it's such a fucking good album. If you, it doesn't have to be rap album. Put it somewhere else. Like, I'm also surprised they didn't throw Hollywood's Bleeding. Uh, yeah. in rap. And the and I remember the last Grammy noms. Uh, they didn't put Scorpion in. They put it in like R and B. I don't even. I think they put it in like album of the year, but they didn't put it in yeah. rap album of the year. It was weird. But um, I don't know. I, I just it, think in terms of the culture. I think it's a win, but in terms of like, I would have put like, I personally would have put circles in there. If it were me, you know, I'm a logic fan. I would have put logic in there. Yeah, I I'm personally just, think Royce deserves the love. I would even say Jay Electronica deserves the love. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Alfredo. I think uh, bandana, his last album was better, but it's a win for the culture. Yeah. I was, I was, I'm surprised they didn't throw a random big name in there. Just, yeah. It's what the Grammys does. Right. Everybody talks about right. it. Um, so I would say just from like the mainstream listener to rap music that, you know, doesn't go super deep. I don't know if many of them have actually even listened to some of these albums. Right. Um, so it was a little surprising. My guess is just completely guessing. I- I'll go Alfredo. Really? Okay. Yeah, I actually did enjoy that album. Yeah. No, it's a good album. Uh, it w- if he wins... The speech will be crazy because he is a fucking badass. Like he, he'll get up there and talk some shit about the Grammys. You thought Drake was bad talking shit about the Grammys last year. He's gonna be bad. I I'm gonna go with Jay Electronica here. Um, I could just see the Grammys showing him some love. If it were like what I think is the best album out of that list, I think it's Royce the Five Nine. But I, I think they give it to Jay Electronica. That's just because um, you in terms of like the Grammys, you have to think about like. What's going to grab the headline? I don't know. Like, Jay Electronica drops his first fucking album. He says on one song, you need to win the gra- the Grammy from your, for your mama and your family. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, they're just going to show him love. I could see it. I don't know. Could be wrong. I hope, be I hope Royce gets one. That'd be fucking sweet. Um, what do you think? Oh, you said Alfredo. I think Alfredo. I, I agree. I would give it to Royce if I had a vote. Yeah. Um, I Have don't you know. listened to that I, Royce album? Yeah. Okay. We yeah. talked about that. Yeah. In the the past. Ro- yeah. We yeah. have. Um, I don't know. It's been a weird year in music. One hundred percent. TV has thrived, obviously. Yeah. Movies obviously suffered, but music's just been. There hasn't been like a even last year. Like Tyler the Creator was like the big drop of yeah. last year. Kendrick but, hasn't dropped. But even Jay like Cole hasn't dropped. I, Drake I, really hasn't dropped. Yeah. And. I'm guessing like Ariana's album just came too late for yeah, the that'll Grammys probably be next, next year's year. yeah. Um, but Bieber's album. Okay, w- do you want to get into this? Because I have some fucking major beef. I with 
what? The just the overall nomination. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go. So my big thing is obviously the weekend. The yeah. weekends should be the best. It's it is the quintessential Grammy album of the year. Like it's poppy, the, oh, but it's also great. You didn't like the weekends album? No, no, no. Uh, Folklore is the okay. But still, yeah. Blinding Lights was the most popular song yeah. of the year. One hundred, it was the highest charting al- yeah. or song of the year. Um, he got so, the Super Bowl halftime show because of it. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't know if you know this story. I put it on here, but the weekend receives zero nominations despite having the biggest chart hit of the year with Blinding Lights. So uh, he tweeted, "The Grammys remain corrupt. You owe me. You owe my fans. The industry transparency." So. And this is just kind of all speculation rumors, but I, I read some some stuff. Apparently, The weekend was originally faced with the decision to perform at the Grammys or the Super Bowl. And I think they're a week apart. I think either the Super Bowl comes first and then the Grammys or vice versa. Um, now, sources say that the Grammys gave The weekend the ultimatum to choose the Grammys or the Super Bowl. Eventually, they came to an agreement where the weekend could perform at both the Grammys and the Super Bowl, but the negotiations were reportedly intense. Supposedly, the weekend's decision to perform at the Super Bowl cost him Grammy nominations due to the bitter back and forth. And I can 100% see this happening. Like, I don't know. The Grammys just seems a little icky sometimes. Like, I don't know. Um, and then Drake chimed in on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, excuse me. He said, "I th- and I, one, I, I, I like what he said here. He said, I think we should stop allowing ourselves to be shocked every year by the disconnect between the impactful music and these awards, and just accept that once was the highest form of recognition may no longer matter to the artists that exist now and the ones that come after. It's like a relative you keep expecting to fix up, but they just can't change their ways." I said the weekend was a lock for either album or song of the year, along with countless other reasonable assumptions, and it just never goes that way. This is a great time for somebody to start something new that we can build up over time and pass on to generations to come. Enter Are You Entertained? The Are You Entertained Awards for the culture. Tell your friends, let's get this. Um, but seriously, like, the weekend, what, like, it's great. I love that album. I, I it's so good. I personally think it's the weekend's best album. I know a lot uh, of like OG weekend people will say you're fucking crazy. Like the trilogy, like that's the better. best shit. But this has a little it's bit. Good of, it's a fun. This album. has a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like it has the blinding lights, radio chart topper, but it also has that dark fucking shit. Got the Starboy love. Pop. Uh, but even like star, I would equate Starboy to like blinding light. Like when I think Starboy, I think more like radio ish. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like right. it has those those few songs. It has that, like Heartless yeah. on it, but it also has like like the three song run. I I could even expand it like a six song run, but like of, um, I think it's hardest to love or scared to live to, like I think blinding lights like. That run on that album is fucking insane. No, like, it is. It's such. I love. I really, really like that album. And even even if it's not just about like critical acclaim, it's also you have the chart topper. Like it's a shoe in for an album, and it, it, they just zero nominations. That's fucking insane to me. It's honestly, a travesty. And I, I, I think it's honestly a travesty that they didn't include Mac Miller. I mean, they 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 gave him the nom last year for swimming, which is cool. I heard a rumor that 
They flew out his family. They told his family that they had a if he were to win, they had a video tribute to him, and he didn't win. And I was so like, I just play the video, play the video, or something. Like, what the fuck? This would have been the coolest headline, like a posthumous win. That album is beautiful, and I don't care if you like. It's not your favorite. You're not a Mac Miller fan. It's not even really a rap album, but it's a beautiful album. I'm so surprised they did not show it. Love. I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. And you don't Listen, have to put it in their best rap category. Yeah, they're not going to change until people stop performing. Like, until they, like, all rappers uh, that mix in with, like, R&B just need to fucking boycott for yeah. a year or two and say, Listen, we own the radio. Right now, rap is the most popular music statistic in the fucking world. Yeah. So once they start playing a hardball and say, until you start like giving us the damn respect we deserve right. in these main categories, like we're not performing. And if they all did that, the Grammys would have no choice but to look inside and say, "Okay, uh, right. we need to make some changes." Right. I don't. I, I don't really. And because the, the Grammys does this shit every year, I they know. nominate Eminem the most times ever, and yeah. he wins like one rap album song yeah. or like one rap song category. They bring Jay Z in for four four four, and what's he win? Fucking nothing, right? Like they, I don't know if Jay Z has ever won. Maybe yeah. like once. So they do this every year, where they usually attach one Drake. Like they attach one big rapper. He performs. He's nominated a bunch and never wins shit except right. for in the very specific categories. Yeah. I don't it's know. bullshit. And I don't really know what the answer. Like, what would it would. And the I don't answer say is diversify fan. the damn well, yeah, voting. One hundred percent that. One hundred percent that. But like, would it be more representative of the fan base if like it were like a VMAs where like the fans choose? But then it, I feel like it no. takes it takes some takes of the, the claim, uh, yeah, right? Do so that. I don't know like what the thing what. So it comes down to diversifying like the people voting. Yeah, and also. Wh- have some here's the thing ha, have some sense of like how you're voting because it could just be some old fucking white guy who <laughs> right, hates rap right, music right and so he doesn't even listen to the album so he doesn't give any votes to any of the you know yeah the, the rap categories yeah so like have a sense of like who's voting and what they're voting on and give us some like criteria right sort of like boxing with like a, a scorecard right. all referees no or uh yeah referee no matter how tainted they are and how much money they get they have to fucking show their work right at the end of every fight a round by round of here's what i here's how i scored it yeah give us some type of something yeah that's that a good point. is transparent so that we know okay they didn't like this because of this right, reason right. or or something yeah um, that's a good point i like to, that to show that you're actually taking this shit seriously. Right. Because if you lose rap fans, you're just going to be left with, yeah, the people that like Taylor and Ar- yeah. Ariana. The pop awards. Yeah, the, yeah, it's going to become the pop awards yeah. or the little known shitty rock music awards. Right, right. Yeah, and again, I don't know the answer. I, I think it starts with divert. Like, I, I like that. Um, but yeah, it the my biggest beef was the weekend getting no love. That's that's fucking a travesty. He and you're gonna have him perform, and you're gonna right, right. Fucking and so obviously he's not gonna perform. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he shouldn't. Right. All right. Um, 
Let's move on. Um, Drake announced that his upcoming album, Certified Lover Boy, um, will be dropping January 2021. And classic rapper. Is that the f- worst re- like album name of all time? <laughs> right? It's got to be top 10. <laughs> right. It's a terrible name. It has to be. It's going to be great, no doubt. Hopefully. I love it. But I mean, I love Laugh Now, Cry Later. Yeah. Love, oh, love yeah. that song. Yeah. But uh, in classic rapper fashion, I know I had to put that in because you. I know you like to talk about this uh here i wish i could bet i wish there were live betting odds on (laughs) willow rappers album drops on the day they release right because i'd be a fucking millionaire (laughs) because because uh when dark lane demo tapes came out he said summer 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 gonna drop the album it's a cold fucking winter Uh, right right? now Uh, january feels like a weird summer but uh yeah so we're we're getting his new album at the top of the year um are you okay with this move? Do you want a Drake album now? What do you think here? It's fine. It's fine. Listen, it's 2020. Scratch yeah. all of it. Move I, it to 2021. That's, that's, my o- that's my only thing. Is like, this is, this is like the fuck least 2020. Am- I would, I'd rather start 2021. Yeah. Year this is off the right. least amount of music I've ever listened to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just crazy. like I'm always in my house. Yeah. Like I'm not just going to blare music when I'm just chilling in my house. Yeah, I feel that. That's fair. Um, I know we we probably talked about this already, but like, what are our expectations for this album? Do you think that "Laugh Now, Cry Later" serves as like the yeah. blueprint for it? Um, if so, I, and I think we may have even talked about this on like the last podcast we had, but uh, I, I get heavy. Um, fuck, what's that? I mean, I'm forget now. Trophies, trophies. Mm, yeah. uh, with with "Laugh Now, Cry Later," yeah. and I I love that trophy song too. And Just Drake stunting, yeah. Um, also, I say that damn video is so funny. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so funny. It's awesome. Did you hear uh, the No Ceilings three song with Drake? Yeah. Oh my god, that shit is fine. If if Drake's rapping, rapping like that, oh, we're in for we're in for Fuck some yeah. good shit on this Fuck. new album. But I don't foresee that happening. It's called Certified Lover Boy, so. Yeah, he's not coming at you with a, a hard 16 with that, here. With that heat, no. he's coming with that lovey dovey. This is going to be very finesse type uh, album. For, for sure. Although I will say, so a, a lot. Listen, he's going to rap. It's going to be a combo. No, I was going to say something completely off the wall. The merch. <laughs> I want that pink fucking puffer <laughs> that he had in the video. I want that shit. And the crazy shit is, so he's with Nike now. All the shit's Nike. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the hats and the socks have already been released, but I want that pink <laughs> puffer. <laughs> that shit is dope as hell. Um, so yeah, but I'm excited for the album. I, I think we've talked, we've probably predicted this 20 times, but give us the weekend. Yes. Give us Lil Wayne. I think we'll be happy. Right? Shit, let's even bring in Eminem. They've had good sure, success together. Bring in Eminem. We, we. I feel like we do this every time we talk about a Drake predicting yeah. a Drake like. Give us standard. Give us some nostalgia. Yeah, but no, Nikki. I am. A, I am excited for this album. Um, it should be good. I'm gonna skip the Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi announced hey, listen, Man on the Moon three. That's good news. You're, on, you're a Kid Cudi guy. Man on the Moon. Is, I've never been a huge Kid Cudi. I wish I was. I just I'm never. I've never been a huge Kid Cudi I'm guy. Not, yeah, I go back and forth. I either like really, really love it, or I'm really just and indifferent. I, on I it. like the hits. Like I like uh, the Soundtrack ones we came out. Life, yeah, day and the, night. The ones that came out in high school that were huge fucking hits. I like that. But there's like a cult following of Kid oh, Cudi yeah. people who like live and die by him. That is not me. I'll listen to this album, yeah, but no, it's I'm, like it's like cool. I don't know. I like Cudi. 
Um, I, I listed the notable albums on here. I think we could probably skip that because we've already been yeah. um, here for probably two hours. Um, do you want to do a political minute? Do you want to get into that or nah? Sure. All right, let's do it. So big headline uh, for between <laughs> now <laughs> and August, uh, Biden beat Trump. We're in a pandemic. Trump uh, <laughs> did his best to bring down democracy, yeah. but he fucking failed. He sure did. Uh, and I'm sorry for all the Trumpers who listen. I don't think we have any Trumpers yeah. listening. Maybe a couple. I don't know. But yeah. Well, let me just say this. <laughs> if you are a Trumper, hold this L. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it was a, a mixed results, though. Um, obviously, great. We got Trump out of the, right. the Kind of an House, empty win because the Senate, right? Senate. House lost a bunch of seats. So Democrats... Across the board, didn't have a great night um, here in their state of Iowa. I mean, Democrats yeah. pretty much. Got I'm from swept. Des Moines. I'm not from Iowa. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Des Moines. We voted blue. <laughs> we did vote blue. Uh, we kept Sydney Axney, so yep, uh, which is good. But the rest of the Democrats got washed, except for did you see Rita Hart? Yeah, lost that by shit six is crazy. Votes. That's six votes. Shit's crazy. Yeah. So uh, every vote matters. Every vote matters. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. Interesting day. We'll, we'll see. The Senate's not lost. Two, two uh, runoffs in Georgia to decide uh, the, the majority there. That's so a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there. But can I Can I just – and I'm sorry to do this. No. I really am. I'm, I'm really not. But, <laughs> you know, I feel like I have to say I'm sorry. But, like, in classic Trump fashion, this fucking guy – so number one, I mean, Fox News is like his end all be all. Like, that's well, not now. Fucking, exactly, it's fucking classic. Once they do one thing that's against him, okay, fuck yeah. you, Fox or News. Or more like, against him, right? It's like my whole thing with like the media. Like the the thing is now like the media, like fake news, all this shit. the The media is doing their job, and their job is to question the president, criticize the president. If you're not fucking and for him, Fox News then Anthem fuck you. It's tough, insane. Uh, it has not traditionally been very tough. Exactly. On, uh, and now and now the one time they fucking and all did they it. did. Oh the thing God. that pissed him off was they called the state of Arizona. And they called it accurately. Arizona went to Biden. They called that. And Trump is now gonna start his own news company yeah, in heard, spite I heard, of I heard about that. Fox News. It's crazy. They called I, the state accurately. I have so many Trumpers at work and I have to say, it's been very quiet at work. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of political discussions in the past, you know, few months at lunchtime. It's been a little quiet, you know. I, you just don't saying. Support a loser. <laughs> just saying. But uh, yeah, no, I, it. You know, light at the end of the tunnel, twenty twenty one. I hope. I hope Biden, you know, gets things back on track. I really do. Um, Not even on track. Built, rebuild. Just get shit back to normal, for, man. Right. Just. Right. Let's not have an embarrassment for a fucking leader. Right. And here's the thing. And I, I tweeted or I, I tweeted it, but I put it on like Facebook. I, I put it on the social media. And I felt like it was like typing it out, it felt like, damn, am I like is this a hot take? But I I truly feel this. Like when Trump was our president, like if I, I, I felt like ashamed to be an American. It's like, embarrassing. Right? Like fucking am, am I wrong in saying that? Like I don't know. Like it, it, so it's crazy. So I work on the phones for the county. Um, there, there's a database that we have that uh, the call center is out of Canada, and it just so happens that I had to call that 
company on election day. And just hearing the 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 mindset of a of an outsider looking in on that on that election, it was just mind blowing. Like yeah. it's it's just crazy. And I, I am I am I like wrong in saying that? Like no. I I'm ashamed. Like it's embarrassing. It really is. Like and I love this country, but it's like I want to be proud to be an American. Like let's get the shit back on the right track. Like I don't know. And being proud of American does not mean you fly flags everywhere. Yeah, also, exactly. it's real weird that like they're still holding rallies. Like in Des Moines, they had like twelve pickup trucks with big Trump they truly flags. Think this is not done yet? Like yeah. they they truly think that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's two different crazy. countries out there. Literally, man. literally, people at people at my works ha- have said. It ain't over to the fat lady things. I'm like, okay. Fat lady been okay. singing for three we'll weeks. We'll see you in January, <laughs> homie. <laughs> Secret Service ain't going to have any problem taking that man out. All I right? assure you of that. You go watch that new Trump news. <laughs> <laughs> that Trump news station. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Political Minute. I like that. I like that segment. That was fun. <laughs> okay. Um, I know you're a big sports guy. Has uh, Cam been pumping out the, the – I haven't – we have I haven't it. gotten a lot of tweet. I haven't gotten a lot of tweet text notifications from him saying post this shit. So uh, we can talk a little sports. Uh, the Ra- I think the biggest thing right now is the whole Ravens thing. Yeah. Uh, yesterday the Ravens Steelers played. They're like two in that. They had like the Ravens had like thirty players out of what is the max like fifty five. Crazy. Um, I think the players were threatening to strike, but then they found out they weren't going to get paid, so they didn't like that. Yeah. Um, what's your whole take on it? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I go both ways. Like, I'm, I'm glad, you know, sports are happening. But on the other hand, I don't know. My whole thing with everything is, like, we're in a fucking pandemic. Let's get over this shit. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, part of me is, like, because my, my friends, knowing that I'm a Ravens fan, tweet or text me, and they're like, your fucking team, blah, 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 blah. It's about the strike thing. And, you know, I, I was super busy that day. I, you know, wasn't really fully in tune with it. And so I read the headline and I'm like, I kind of side with the Ravens on this. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, we're, this is a game. Like, let's fucking get over this pandemic. Yeah. But then then they told me it was more so about them not having enough players. And even, even in that regard, um, essentially – it's like a free win for the fucking Steelers. I mean, they granted they they for, also for, followed protocols and didn't you know have guys get COVID. Oh, the Ravens didn't follow protocol. No. Well, oh, I guess I, I mean, didn't know that. I mean, they something happened where they got COVID. Well, yeah. Well, obviously, so I don't know. I'm assuming they weren't following all the proper protocols. Okay. Yeah. Be my guess. I don't know. I don't know. Either either way, it's fuck. It's a weird situation. Like. And the funny part is, like, it was a good game. I mean, it was a sloppy-ass, boring yeah. game. But, like, we, it wasn't, like, a blowout. I don't know. It sort of was. There was a late touchdown to make it look a lot closer. To but, be honest, I watched, like, a quarter, so I don't know. But Yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things. There just needs to be – like, I'm fine with them playing. It's just you need full buy-in. Like, each player on each team has to understand, like – dramatic circumstances you got 18 weeks basically go to the practice facility work out go home stay home go back the next day like it's on the onus is on the players to make sure like 
they're doing what they need to do to take it seriously, which you're so you're saying in terms of like this isn't in a bubble, so you have to take it upon yourself yeah. to not fucking go places. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some teams are doing a lot better at it than others, so it's hard. Uh, I don't know if there's a right answer, but listen, the NFL is a billion dollar industry and the number one rating thing on TV every yeah. week, so. Um, they sure as shit don't care that it's a pandemic. They're going to pump out yeah, the games. So. Right. For better or worse. Yeah, they're probably happy that all this happened because then they got to have a Wednesday football game. So. And I saw I saw a fucking commercial recently where it's like, we are taking every precaution yeah, and being so mask, fucking yeah. safe. And I just started laughing at the well, commercial. It's I'm the like, same, oh, my God. It's the same in NFL that put Black Lives Matter on everybody's helmet and spent four years blackballing. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick. Exactly. I mean, it's just a it's hypocritical the, league. It really is. Yeah. It they, really they, is. But they don't have shame about it. They don't care. They make a bunch of money. So, yeah. And guess what? I'm going to watch. Yeah, that's <laughs> the that's the bad part. I mean, so in terms of like college football, let's say, uh, I don't know how college football finishes. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, what was having, the team that got like they're essentially out now? Is, is it Wisconsin? Yeah, they can't play in the yeah. Big Ten Championship because yeah, they don't have enough games. Right. Ohio State might not be right. able to. It's I mean, just like a weird fucking year. Like, yeah, it's throwaway. Right, it really is. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd be shocked. Not oh shocked, yeah, watch Notre Dame will win it, and they'll, it's a throwaway. You really don't get that for fucking ever. Well, <laughs> they're gonna lose the Clemson. They will. Uh, they should have lost to Clemson with their backup quarterback <laughs> with the overtime. I ain't gonna say Our no Cowboys with... play the Ravens next week. I know. I know. I should hope, it I hope actually you, be a pretty good game. I hope they kill us. <laughs> I really do. You're going for Trevor Lawrence. No, not Trevor Lawrence. I just want to tank, get a high pick, trade it back. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I'm in full tank mode. Yeah. I, I, I watching, mean, I would be too. I was watching on Thanksgiving and like, my brother-in-law is also a Cowboys fan, and he was super jacked. We got like a fumble return for a touchdown, and I was just sitting there like, wish we wouldn't have done that. <laughs> You're like, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Any other sports news you got for us? NBA starts in right, which a is couple weird. weeks. College basketball has started. Yeah, Iowa, It feels baby. weird. Yeah, Iowa's fucking – what, are they three now? They'll be three, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Iowa State is ranked ninth in football. Iowa State basketball just got beat by South Dakota. Are they trash this year, though? Yeah, yeah. they're bad. Yeah, Iowa State's ninth. Iowa's 19th. It's good year for weird, the state weird, of Iowa. Weird year. Yeah. <laughs> that normally does Can not tell happen. tell you're in a pandemic. <laughs> right? So, yeah, it's – it's. listen, I'm glad to have sports back. Uh, give me something to bet on, something to watch. So There you go. There you go. Well, I think that's the podcast. It was – I mean – how many months worth? Three, four months, four months worth? Crazy. Much, yeah. uh, the next podcast, I mean, there's pro- we're not going to have a regular one in between. Our favorite podcast of the year. It's going to be a weird it end of the gonna year. It is going to be weird. Chase got movies. Breaking Bad in his top TV show. <laughs> nah, I got I got a full 10. but uh, I don't know if I do. Yeah. My yeah. Albums, the movies are weird, though. The movies will be weird. Yeah, movies we're going to have to... We might have to do. I mean, top there's going to be there's going to be some like streaming, obviously streaming yeah, movies, but we might have to do top five for movies. That's fine. I mean, uh, it's who the fuck was the MVP of twenty? 20- I know it's hard. Joe Biden, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that's funny. We'll, we'll have to that's see. But that's our next podcast. Uh, we basically rank everything from songs to albums to TV shows to movies. 
Um, it's going to be fun. It, it definitely will be weird and look different in 2020, but uh, it'll be fun. So that'll be coming probably around you know the last week of December, I would say. Yeah, uh, around the new year. Yeah, around the new year. So it, it'll be fun. So be sure to tune into that one, and we appreciate you for strapping in for uh, this long. It's been it's been a long one today, but we had fun. So thank we you for did. listening. And as always, I'm Trey Lessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the Castleary. This is Are You Entertained? And we'll be back for more. And we're in a pandemic, so stay safe. Ooh.